Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is Half Black Neil, son of Boring Dean. When I'm not being put to sleep by my dad talking to me, I listen to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now here he is, the man I wish was my daddy, the super talented Eric Zane. Makes me laugh every time. Now here he is, the man I wish who was my daddy. Welcome. Welcome to each and every one of you. Welcome to the Eric St. Joe Podcast. Ah, this is the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. That's right. I've been in the Fear Bunker for now. Well, just shy of three years. In fact, let's see. It was fired from Cumulus January 4. Took the day off January 5. That was a Saturday. January 6. That was a Sunday evening. I did the very first ever in this current format edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I had no idea at the time that this would be a regular daily thing. I mean, actually... That seemed very daunting, you know, uh, all alone, nobody left, just me, got to put this whole damn thing together each and every day, and I do tell the story often, but it, to me, it's worth telling. It was uh, the uh, amount of positive feedback. I said, you know what? I think I'm going to make a go at this being my full-time job. And uh, it has been. So thank you very much for that. I appreciate the support. That has allowed, uh, you know, a lot of great things to happen. Now, you know, so that has been, uh, you know, kind of on my mind lately about how appreciative I am of that. So thank you very much for making it all possible. You need to know that the queen of the forest is home today. And I'm so excited about this because... She's actually going to join us. She's going to sit right here, and uh, she's going to tell me a hilariously awesome story that I just found out about the other day. And she started it with, when she told me, um, I wanted to wait on this one because I didn't know how mad you were going to be, but I, I don't think you're going to be mad at me, so here it goes. And I'm like, okay. And then, okay, let me just tell you that when she was telling me the story, I was pumping my fist i was like yes oh feed me more of this i love this so much and i go i am so much more in love with you i mean i am not kidding you it, there is um i i can't say another word about it but she's gonna she's gonna actually come in the room and what i promised her i would do i promised her i would um Make the camera go off so that she can get settled. And then her, her microphone is off camera. Because, you know, I just, 
it's first thing in the morning. I, I really don't want to be seen right now. I, I really, you know, that's just kind of a thing. Like, hey, no problem. I understand that. Totally get it. Uh, I hope you have your morning coffee. I know I have mine, and I need to drink some of it. So do you mind? I apologize. I'm turning my mic down. I don't want you to hear me. <laughs> Still too hot. I can't really I like to really, really knock it back. I mean, it just jolts me. Oh, it just, when I said knock it back, something triggered in my mind and I, I woke up and I did remember it, but I had a, a drinking dream last night, a bad one. I was, I really thought I was drunk again. Um, and this is a regular thing. Oh my God. And in this one, I was at some gathering. There was a lot of people there. I, it might've been a wedding, perhaps Jackie's. I don't know. Um, and I drank a whole bottle of champagne. I was like sitting, um, it was, I was actually outdoors. It was almost like a courtyard setting. And I was seated there in the stream and I had a bottle of champagne and I took a sip of it. And then I just kept like hitting on it just a little bit at a time, sips at a time. And the next thing I know, I have, uh, um, it dawned on me that, oh my God, I am massively intoxicated and, and But no one noticed. No one noticed that I had been there drinking all of the champagne in that bottle. So I'm like, oh, no, I, I got to drive home. And then in the dream, I looked like, okay, I don't have to leave for another four hours. Now, this wasn't like a weirdo. That's the thing about my uh, drinking dreams that I have. They're very normal. There isn't like, you know, a unicorn that's going to come, uh, 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 you know, uh, running into the scene. And then all of a sudden, uh, Tiny Tim is playing tiptoe through the tulips. It's not, it's nothing weird. Everybody was just sitting there, you know, hanging out, having conversations. Here I am getting drunk. Oh my God. And I, I don't remember any of these very vivid dreams ever being at all that way. So then um, I woke up and I went, oh, and then this has happened for 25 years. And I'm like, I didn't blow it. I, I actually did not, but I, I felt very, very guilty as I'm, as I'm coming out of my slumber. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking horrible. I, go, I cannot believe I did that. And then I have the very brief conversation with myself or seconds later saying, oh, no, 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 no. Just go back to bed. Well, then it's almost like I started to re-dream about other moments that I had been drunk. And it's almost like doubling down, reconvincing yourself after you come out of it. And so then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Have I drank in the past? Then I'm like doubting myself. Have I? And so when you're in that weirdo type of uh, phase, I guess, of brain activity, <laughs> it's tricking me. And I'm like, I don't know. For God, it sounded like my dad. I don't know, Joanne. I have no idea. It was weird. So then, you know, obviously here I sit and I haven't thought about it until it just popped into my head when I uttered those words about knocking it back. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Um, so anyway, I'm completely off and running on another ADHD tangent. My God. Um, don't worry if you're enjoying the show. I am going to get to yesterday's developments. And boy, are they funny. And I am so happy. I am just so, so happy at this. And I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Like, oh, this is what he planned. I didn't plan anything, for God's sake. But um, let me just let you know that this show is um, 
uh, brought to you. The Twitch stream, the live stream, is uh, taken care of by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Okay, by the way, Megan, I don't have a Grand Rapids Hybrid sign. I may have in the past, but I need to have another one made. So I'm sorry. All right. Sarah Rukrak Roosh says, I had a dream. I was married to huge. That'll teach me to look at Twitter before bed. You're married to Brad, okay? You know, still one of the uh, highlights of the summer was driving from East Tennessee to Middle Tennessee for the Zaniac get-together with Sarah Rukrak-Roosh, her son Avery in the way back, listening to his earbuds and not paying attention to us, Sarah and her husband Brad in the front seat, or in the middle seat, and we were, Diane and I were in the front, and oh my God, Sarah just kicking this guy's ass. Oh, just, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, every time this guy had, cause he's got like a teeny tiny bladder. He doesn't say to me, Hey, can you pull? He really, he's really like uh, low key. He doesn't say to me, Hey, I gotta, I gotta go pee. He's he like, maybe sends a text message to Sarah or like whispers it in her ear. I gotta, I gotta take a leak. Do you think you can tell? Oh, for God's sake. Asshole. Sarah refers to her husband as poor battered Brad. Hang on. I need coffee. I'm almost done with it. It's at the perfect temperature now where if I wait any more time, it's just a touch. It's a degree too cool. It must be consumed now. One more, one more. Okay, I am ready. I am, there is no stopping me. No stopping me. Um, all right, where was I? It's going to be like that today. So, all right. Um, follow the show on Facebook. Though I am, again, uh, suspended from Facebook for 30 days. Well, now 28 days. I am on there. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid for sponsoring the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Uh, follow it. And in 28 days, I will engage you on it. That's what, one of the reasons why I went to Twitch was because I... Um, I kept getting in trouble on Facebook and they've, they're really, they've really got a wayward eye on me. So, you know, I don't want to disrupt anymore of sending live material to you every day. Uh, also on YouTube brought to you by Frank, the tank fuss at my policy shop insurance, Eric Zane show on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification, thumbs up button on something that you like, please. And then on Twitter, that's where I'm engaging people uh, a lot right now because I, I cannot on Facebook. Uh, that is brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And you all know what they are about. I'll talk uh, more about them uh, later on. At Eric Zane Show 
on Twitter. Also, Eric Zane Show on Instagram. And, uh, okay, there you go. So thank you so much for all of that. Uh, what did I want to start uh, on today? Hang on. Excuse me. Runny nose. I apologize. It's like I'm leaking. Jesus. I don't really have a cough button, so I just kind of have to turn the mic down, you know? All right. Yesterday's show. Now, was that so bad? Was that so unbelievably harmful? Well, of course not. Uh, kudos to Ashley for taking time out of her day to be here to stand up for herself. I think she did a hell of a job. She should be proud of herself. All right. Now, I didn't go into this thinking that, you know, this was going to be like an aha Matlock moment. Um, but I also didn't expect to see what I saw um, on Reddit. Now, I've, uh, I've parked on some of the highlights of it, but uh, it was a day filled with um, uh, lots, of, uh, lots of comments. And, you know, I, I cannot participate on the free beer and hot wings subreddit. So, you know, throngs of people say whatever they want, and that's the way it is. Um, it was interesting that um, on another show's fan page, the only thing that was being talked about was me. Um, and, you know, none of it was, was nice. And if anybody said, hey, well, there were a few people who uh, said, hey, well, you know, I think she made some pretty good points. You know, people who might have uh, a little bit more sense than these wound up idiots. And oh, my God, they were shunned. Shame, shame, shame. And then most of them said, well, I, I won't even listen to it. They've, they've made their decision about her uh, based on all the things that have been said on the radio, which also she did not have a chance to defend herself on. It was all uh, what brought on the extreme hate towards her was a comment after comment, detail after detail about her. So they're dug in. But all right, no big deal. Again, I can't say shit. Um, they made their way over to my page. Now, let me give you a little bit of background, and then you'll hear the, the big culmination here in this. Um, one person in particular seems a little bit off his rocker, and uh, he was going by Word Unfair 4774. And, you know, I uh, was more than willing to mix it up with him, but... um. You know, a lot of what he's saying is it just seemed like he was a little bit dumb and perhaps something wrong with him. Um, he started to go super low. And you know my policy. Uh, they go low. Go lower. Um, this person in particular is uh, 
beating up on Diana, and uh, it, he indicated my kids were autistic, and then he said something about my grandkids. Or no, I don't think he did that. He he referred to my kids as autistic, and he said that my daughters and Madison have uh, OnlyFans pages. So this is this is the uh, direction this guy's gone. So I'm just like rolling with him, like, yeah, hey, you got me. Okay, good one, whatever. And uh, because uh, I mean, I'll I'll get into it. I mean, I'm not. Everybody always says, uh, oh, "Why do you uh, why do you engage?" It's like, well, why not? Because I want to. That's excuse me if if someone is. Uh, uh, I appreciate it if you're uh, if you can. It's very easy from the outside looking in at me to say you just can't you can't feed those trolls, Eric. It's like, well, yeah, I know, I know that. But sometimes I want to. Sometimes I want to do that. Well, this guy is like me, but more dumb, which is saying something. Okay? Hang on. So it's, um, it, he, okay, let me just, um, he talks about at one point, about being um, a Marine. He's a big, tough Marine, and he says he's going to knock my teeth out, and and he's he's giving me his laundry list of times he was in combat. I mean, he's giving me, like, his resume, okay? And I wrote, yeah, nobody cares. Do you get freaked out when fireworks go off? Uh, that doesn't bother him. He says, hey, at least I get a free education, LOL, unlike your retarded ass who can't figure out loans. LOL, still saving money with the scooter, broke ass. Uh, so he's pulling all this shit out. Like, LOL, sure hope you were smart enough to get a tutor for those autistic kids. Uh, don't want them following down the same path their boomer dad did. My kids are all grown. Uh, keep digging your hole, Zane. I'm sure future advertisers... And uh, a lot of people are getting to that point now in this where they're like, and I'll, I'll get more to that in a second about they're like, okay, uh, we're going to, we're going to get his advertisers. Uh, they, uh, I'm sure they love coming here to value your worth. LOL. Pathetic. But he spells it pathetic. Then he doesn't realize that I can see what he's saying on the free bear and Outwing subreddit. Now this is all because I put Ashley on to say, no, I didn't, I never put my hands on anybody and uh, no, I was pregnant with Joe's baby. This is all that that's from because uh, these Reddit fucks, Lord and Savior, Joe Gassman, uh, is shitty with women. That's what this is all about. And that's my fault now. So, okay. Um, word unfair 4774 continues. On their, th this is on their page. Doesn't think I can see this. He writes, don't watch his videos. But I am going to feed that goddamn troll. He's opened the can of worms. Good luck on him getting back in. I don't know what that means. Point being, this will all blow over in a couple weeks. His loser ass will be even more depressed and try more desperate measure shit for attention. He really is a 50 man child. I don't know. I think he means 50 year old. I don't know. Who can't let shit go. Say sorry or move on. And then he writes. I'm totally getting in his head now. <laughs> okay. And then he comes back to my page. He had written, I don't know what he was responding to, but he wrote, he indicated that Diana uh, 
puts on a dildo and puts it in my butt and calls Diana a dumb broad. Uh, and then he starts talking about my mother. He says, you should do an ad for Jergens. Your mom was pretty dry last night. And I wrote, she passed 10, 16, 2020. God rest her sh- uh, soul. COVID, please get your shot. And then he wrote, uh, this is going to sound bad, and I don't even like saying it, but this is what he said, and this is what I read. Now, believe me, this doesn't bother me because I know where this is coming from. This guy's a whack. He indicated that he dug up my poor mother's grave and had sex with her body. And I wrote, that's gross. And then later on, after Nick said, what he said to him, and I'll get to that in a second. He apologized for that. And then he said, I love you to me. And I said, because I didn't respond about what he had said. And I wrote, that's okay. I forgive you. I love you too. I actually wrote that. So I'm kind of alone fighting with this guy. He indicated that he was kicked out or he was um, um, he ended his time in the Marines from BPD. And I didn't know what that was. This is about the same time that Patriot Nick is getting He's reading this and he's formulating something to say. Now, you need to know that I didn't hear from him anymore after what Nick said. So I think. Wow. Okay. I asked, what is BPD? And Nick wrote, Eric, BPD is big pussy disease. Now that's not a, that much of a slam, but it's funny. Whatever. Eric, BPD is big pussy disease. It's chronic. And makes him act tough online. And uh, then Nick writes, hey, uh, word unfair, which is what he's known as on on Reddit. Hey, word unfair. Do me a favor and become one of the 22 a day. Now, not every one of you knows that reference. And I am not going to explain to you what that reference is. Just know that I, the next thing I wrote on the thread was, <coughs> oh, oh, Nick with the flying elbow from the back of the room. I mean, wow. It was so stark. And so just a, ooh, that I actually recorded a verbal response and texted it to Nick. Big pussy disease become one of the 22? Oh, 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 no. And that is that is seconds after I read it. And it's still and I haven't heard since from him. I haven't seen I haven't looked today, but I mean, it got super quiet. And then uh, 
Oh, wow. So I, you know, um, that was that game set match. Jesus. Jesus. I, uh, that was, uh, uh quite a thing. I see. Ah, fuck him. He had it coming to him. He did. He did have it coming to him. And he, you know, I mean, let's, let's, I mean, that was a, that was a blast to be sure. But I mean, he's talking about somebody. It doesn't matter who he's talking about. Talking about their dead mother. This is seriously childish. I'm sorry. I love you, Zane, and your show. Well, I didn't do it. Me. I didn't, don't blame me. I didn't do a damn thing. I'm just reading to you what was said to me, for God's sake. Crank says Patriot Nick with the clothesline. Adam says Vicious Elbow plus 10. Oh. Jamingo says sorry. B1 of the 22 is a great comeback. Oh. Crank says if he's going to talk about necrophilia with your dear departed mom, then Nick leveled the playing field. Terry says, so what about the sponsors? I'll get to that. Don't, don't, don't right, don't get ahead of me. I, I, I know what I'm doing. I'll, I'll get to that part of the story. A candy man, Mike, says Nick, so brutal and perfect. You know, here's the thing about my subreddit. There's only like 307 people that are on it. Nobody goes to it. Nobody participates. And if you ever wanted to be part of it, to see some of the fun that's going on there, and it's really enjoyable. I mean, if you ever uh, have to take a dump, it's good reading. You go to reddit.com slash r slash the Eric Zane show. The Eric Zane Show. Jonathan, 2007, has a question. Why is veteran suicide funny? Well, I'd argue that no suicide is funny. Or, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I feel about it. I think the point of this was, though, is uh, Nick felt compelled to really drop the hammer. Uh, if you realize, I was uh, wince laughing. Because of the unbelievable, stark, brutal nature of that comment. But, I mean, let's be honest here, Jonathan207. This wasn't exactly a clean fight. You know. Jamingo. Eric has two hours to fill today. Let him tell his story. Oh, thanks. That's a nice backhanded compliment, you stupid fuck. Um, let me put this down. Reddit.com slash R slash the Eric Saint Show. Go there and subscribe and you can uh, talk about whatever you like. Now, I've, I've just kind of uh, cherry picked the highlights from my day yesterday, but there's there's plenty. Um, the guy who runs the uh, free beer and hot wings Reddit page is, is a really nice man. His name, I don't want to say his name. Uh, he's known on there as Dexter. And uh, super cool dude. 
And uh, him and I even got in a fight this weekend. I actually threatened to sue the guy this weekend. I go, I'm going to fucking sue you. He goes, you threatening me? And then I thought about it. I said, I'm not going to do anything. I'm sorry, but I'm getting pissed off. I'm not pissed off right now. But uh, anyway, um, super sweet guy. And uh, he allowed me to post um, my statement on there. He was nice enough to post my link to the interview. Um, he's a little brainwashed on the whole affair, but whatever. I still like him. Um, I posted the link to the interview on Twitter, and then I thanked the subreddit, their th- subreddit, for making me the most talked about thing on that show. Because typically, on their subreddit, it's not exactly... Uh, you know, it's all glowing. Nothing negative can be said about the show. And that isn't Derek's fault. There's another moderator on there known as Corporal Turnips. And Corporal Turnips reads every comment. And if it doesn't suck the dick of everybody on that show, he deletes it. So it's one of those. I don't police mine. You can post whatever you want on mine. I used to. I don't care anymore. Um. So I tweeted out that, and he goes, what are you doing throwing shade at us? I'm like, that's not shade, that's levity. So I'm not kidding you. If you were to go there right now, it's uh, there's four, five, six consecutive big, huge chunks of content about little old idiot me in a fucking dormer above my garage. That's the only thing they talk about is me on that fucking thing. Apparently, there is nothing going on on their show not a thing they do a show every single day of the week and it's so gd boring there is absolutely nothing worth mentioning on their own subreddit well you know if that doesn't give you an idea of how horrendously boring that show is i don't know what is so anyway they talk about me Corporal Turnips, last night, he's fed up. He is fed up. This is what he writes. There is a moratorium on Zane posts for the foreseeable future. We have given him exactly what he wanted. He's a troll and nothing more. He hasn't ever moved on from his shitty decision he made in 2016. And his show only exists now because of his pot shots at Freebear and Hot Wings that make his 27 listeners laugh. (laughs) But seriously, unless there is any new actual development in the story between our Lord and Savior, Joseph Christ, and his ex, not Rachel, then let's stop talking about it. Posts about Joe's current mental health situation are not as are not allowed. No, wait a minute. Are allowed as long as they stay positive. Side note, there's been a huge influx of zero and one day old accounts making trolling and negative comments. We are working to put some sort of auto mod rules in to stop that okay so then i screenshot that and i said well this is just hysterical this is this is so incredible and so then you know 
you'd think that the idiot would lock the threat because you can do that. You can make the statement and then lock it. He doesn't, and then it all starts all over again. It's full of comments about me still. What the fuck are you doing? This person wrote, fucking finally. This person wrote, the more old stuff with Zane I hear on pre-beer and hot wings, the more cringy and unfunny he seems. As much as I've loved the show since I started listening forever ago, it's the best it's ever been now. And getting rid of him has been a huge factor in that. Hell, at this point, Justin almost has a bigger legacy because he added around the room. Oh! <laughs> Holy shit. <coughs> it's his fault, huh? Oh, man. He's like, well, don't. Hey, that started as a joke. I didn't want anything to do with that shit. This is this one. I hope he reads all these comments. He needs to know he's a shitty person. And then this person wrote, he knows and doesn't care. That's the problem. Uh, This person wrote, every time I see anything Zane related, the nobody cares drop plays through my head. Then I move on. Hope the show does the same. Then he writes this, quote, Bees don't waste their time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit. This is real. And that was seven hours ago. So we're talking the middle of the night. Um, this person who 56 minutes ago wrote this. Moderator proceeds to make a Zane post complaining about Zane posts. The irony there. And then there's this. What about targeting his advertisers? Aha! Okay, I know I was waiting for this, and I'm prepared for this. Because uh, I kind of had a feeling like this um, like this would uh, manifest at some point. Because I saw on Twitter, there's some lady on there who, um, she does not like that I interviewed Ashley. She is dead set against it and i and i think you know i'm i'm being snarky and and vindictive here but i i think we need to seriously look at the flawed logic here on all of this up to yesterday no one on that show had done anything but heard one side of any of the drama involved with our lord and savior joseph christ and ashley they've only heard that and you know, the pitchforks and tiki torches had been out for months, years even, since that whole drama began. Because, again, Joe's bad with women, okay? Um, this guy couldn't fucking keep a girlfriend if his life depended on it. Obviously, uh, if you look at the uh, pile of old relationships, clearly there's a pattern here, you know? But uh, that's neither here nor there. But no, this one in particular. No, no. She's, uh, she's a fucking evil woman. Based on that, me just bringing her in to uh, uh, completely blow up, which she did an amazing job of, two horrible allegations made about her on their show, and they won't even listen to it. They won't even pay attention to it. Now, a lot of these... Uh, audience members are these are these millennial pussy types i mean not the good millennials who actually work 
These are the uh, uh, types that are, uh, you know, fucking pointing the finger at everybody. And the world is their, is causing the, all their problems, not themselves. And they, they don't have a fucking any idea how to handle their own problems. They're always pointing at everybody else. It's some of the softest people that have ever walked the earth. Okay. So that's probably, that's fucking remarkable that they would even feel the way that they do, but they do. This crazy bitch on Twitter responds to one of my tweets in which I'm telling her, because she's telling me about how I should have done that. I, I shouldn't have done that interview. I go, who the fuck are you, Joe Rogan? Uh, thanks. I'll, I, I'm not going to. Thanks for uh, giving me podcast advice on how to do my show. This sick bitch, and they all are, writes, I, serious, I seriously wonder what his sponsors think of this. Is this the content they want to be affiliated with? Now, the content she's talking about is me interviewing Ashley. Um, the content that they actually may go, hey, Eric, what are you doing? Is me telling you you're a disgusting bitch and you need to go fuck yourself. But I honestly don't think there'll be any problem with that because this is not radio. Okay. And I tweeted back, you should call them. Good luck with that. This ain't radio. Hell, I'll give you the numbers. Start with Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. I predict you will hear to Madre Azuna Puta. Some other twat jumps in after I write that. See, these people don't listen. They have no idea what we've done here. They have no clue whatsoever. He writes, is that your only sponsor you have left? No lawn care guy or gas station? Well, I wish. And so my response is, you know, their money is worth the same, or their money is, is green. Who, who gives a shit if I put on a fucking dog walking service? What the fuck does it matter? You realize this is my job. This is what I do. So, holy shit. Oh, my God. I haven't even scratched the surface. There's still Captain Subpar. <laughs> God. Captain Subpar on their thread. I talked about it on my Patreon. He penned a letter to me that you will not believe the dramatics. You won't believe it. And it was so pronounced. If I didn't have new things developed today from the time I discovered it to now, I would right now be featuring what he does on his YouTube channel. Hand to God, stack of Bibles. This 38-year-old man turns on his video camera, walks into the shot, sits down. He goes, hey, and he's got, he's a bigger dude, but he's got kind of like a high voice. And he goes, hey, guys, welcome in. And behind him, are all of these uh, uh, framed pictures of various uh, screen art of the Power Rangers. And he sits down. Because I'm here to give you another great unboxing because the, uh, the Pink Ranger just came out with a new suit design and I want to show it to you. And then you see his 
fucking hands with his nails bitten down to the quick and all these fucking hangnails and destroyed cuticles. And you see him feebly fucking fumble with the fucking packaging and he pulls out a toy. <laughs> and then he sits there and goes, and if you push it, it, it makes that noise. I swear to God. I swear to God. He goes, this is a little different. This is the Japanese version. It's slightly different than the South Korean version where if you push his leg, it goes like this. Oh, my God. What is going on? And then he, he that's it. He for 30 minutes. He's going to talk to you about this shit. And he's got countless videos. Countless videos of this shit. Oh, my God. If I, unless I uh, find something more interesting to talk about, we need to do a breakdown of some of this guy's, this sick, twisted individual's videos. There is no doubt he fucking masturbates on his food uh, and eats it. It is that ridiculous. Holy shit. And the, okay, and someone said he's got more fucking followers than you on Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> he sure does. Oh my god, I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but woo, yikes! So I love, I love the idea of targeting my advertisers. Oh no, <laughs> uncancelable. I don't, you don't scare me. There is nothing you can do. You're fucked. Oh, oh, oh boy. <coughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. And again, this all comes because I, some lady minding her own business wanted to uh, uh, push back and challenge the idea of what was portrayed about her on a show. Oh, my God. What a bunch of soft pussies embarrassing ooh how much to advertise the rubberneckers podcast it might be the worth the money to hear you talk positively well i'd have to watch it first i need to find out if it sucks okay perhaps we should watch a little bit of um hold on a second youtube i know some of you want me to uh pull up captain subpar god this fucking keyboard sucks oh this poor fuck for the land where they're gonna play <laughs> there you go are you joking uh, tabletop convention if you've never been before uh, Jeremy here with a quick little unboxing I thought some of you might enjoy out there. This is the Power Rangers deck building game Zeo Stronger Than Before. Now this is the first expansion set into the Renegade Game Studios deck building game for Power Rangers. There's already an MMPR set out. This one I know is supposed to be coming out soon. Look at this fucker's thumbs. Look at those nails. Look at the amount of you know how you know how badly this fuck eats his hand. <laughs> Early because they were selling it at Gen Con. It's a uh, tabletop convention. If you never I'm guessing he's like eating the nail while he's like at a fucking playground, you know, in his car, 
and he, one hand is to his mouth and the other one's on his cock. Before, uh, my brother picked this up for me. So I want to just give you a quick little overview of it to see what you might have coming your way. As you can see on the cover. Look at, uh, look at that. You got Mondo. You thought I was kidding, didn't you? Machina and Louis Kaboom. Gasket. Nice Machina on the side with a little cog. You know, there's the Zeo Rangers. <laughs> Top. Bottom. And on the back, you can see all the cards you get. Now I'm gonna Someone says, it sounds like you're, he sounds like the impression you did, Zane. I told you, I don't ever bullshit you. This is how, this is this dude's life. Do a quick little open up here and see what we have. Okay. Advertisement. <laughs> here is the book. Oh, look at that one. Look at the little cog in the... What? Little doctor's coat. That's adorable. What? Oh, he's got a stethoscope, too. What? The shit this guy parks on. So, you know, this is, these are your rules. This is basically the rules for the game if you've never played before. No, no, no. Adults don't... Adults who have lives, girlfriends, and jobs don't do this, you fuck. I should probably read to you what I read on the Patreon. As, as a longtime fan, this whole situation makes me nauseous. There's nothing anyone can say that will make what Zane did okay. Our Lord and Savior Joseph Christ bared it. I added that. Bared his soul, and Zane heard what he had to say. And then he turned it into clickbait. He took the emotions of someone he supposedly considered a friend for more than a decade and used them to try to make a buck. <laughs> this is why you were fired, Zane. This is why only one local radio station was willing to take a chance on you. And why? Yeah, you realize I work for a radio station right now, right? You realize that? It would turn it was so easy for them to let you go. True, I might be ramping oldies, but I, I still work for a radio station. This is why you've been streaming to the same handful of tinfoil hatters for five years and your audience hasn't grown. This is why the ridiculous stretch goals on your Patreon were never going to be reached. You're a predator. Pure and simple. You prey on people's emotions, suck them dry, and move on. Yeah, kind of like your fingernails, you fat fuck. I was the biggest Zane fan back in the day. Hell, I'll admit that even listening to pre-beer, I still laugh at a lot of what he has to say. But to drag a woman, and then he writes, who lied about a dog being stolen? I think she might have something to say about that. Careful, or we might have to unpack that one too. And who doxed Joe? Yeah, big fucking deal. I doxed you. What are you going to do about it? Uh, again, supposedly your friend onto your crappy little podcast because, quote, both sides need to be heard is beyond trash. This is the mentality of these fucks. You don't care about being fair. You care about getting hate listeners to earn you a couple extra bucks this month. Well, that doesn't hurt. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't care what she had to say. I just know that Zane is a piece of shit. Well, congrats. You might get an influx. Uh, Captain underscore subpar, whatever the fuck you are, on your show.
about things you masturbate to. Oh, how awful is this? Is there, can you imagine being that guy and then you meet like, uh, you know, I don't know, you're at the old country buffet and you meet, you see a beautiful lady that weighs about 1,600 pounds and the legs of the chair are just like, oh God, help me. And you, you, you come up and you go, yeah, I think you might be interested in this. And you fucking flash a Yu-Gi-Oh card or whatever the fuck. And immediately she gets all hot for you. Uh, well, maybe not. Uh, and uh, the fact that you could very well have to introduce some disgusting human being to your Power Rangers collection. Do you know how disgusted your parents are with you? Oh, my God. I would not be surprised if you've been disowned. You know, I mean, seriously. Ugh. Oh, my God. You are no doubt on government watch lists. You should do a podcast with my, what a, my former co-host on WBBL for six days. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Disavow, disavow. Get away from this man. Horrible. And the best part is I actually know who this guy is. I know him. I've written him. I've, I've met him face to face and spoken with this fuck. What has happened to you? Actually, probably nothing. Now, to be fair, I, it's probably true. He, he probably has been the same. Uh, but uh, to categorize me the way you did there, because you just won't listen to some lady give her side of the story. You're a fucking creep. All right. Where am I? Where? Oh, I know what I want to do. I want to move on. I'm, I'm now done with that. Uh, I do want to remind you that uh, Dear Meathead happens tomorrow. Oh, uh, Craig says, who is it? Oh, his name's Jeremy Simpson. <laughs> That's his name. You don't know him. <coughs> I wish I had a video, though, to show you his face. Well, it's fucking free reign. It's on the internet. You can, you can review shows all the time. And I, I, I will come back to it at some point just to show you that this fucking guy needs a fucking treadmill and less time putting uh, Power Rangers uh, and talking about them and more time on the damn exercise bike or whatever the fuck. Someone says, since when is this moderated? I can't say the word shit. I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Yeah, I wouldn't even be mean to the guy. I mean, you realize this, this man has the worst life ever. But again, you go low, I'm going lower. Which, yes, I am going to put on a t-shirt. They go low, dot, dot, dot. He goes lower. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know why it says being checked by moderators. I have, I've never made anybody. Uh, maybe Don. Don might. Don and Sean might be a moderator. The Canadian Twitch gurus. I have no idea. Corey, welcome. You miss so much. You fuck. 
Do you think you could wake up earlier once in a while? Jesus. All right. Reach out to me for tomorrow's episode of Dear Meathead. I need questions for Dad. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I want to update the great food giveaway. Thank you to all of you who have donated. We are over our goal. We've raised $3,359.93. That is $59.03 over the goal. Don't stop. If you've got an extra handful of bucks, and I'm not kidding you, five bucks, three bucks, one buck, I don't care. Every penny from here on out, um, because we've already covered the cost of the food that we are giving away to the um, underprivileged, will then be sent in a check over to local charity Kids Food Basket. Amazing group of people over there. Big news. When it comes to the boxing of the food that we are going to put in people's cars in front of Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV on December 23rd, Thursday, December 23rd, uh, no questions asked. They pull up. We put the box of food in their car. Uh, Saul is going to be in charge. Saul has quickly become a new cog in the infrastructure of the Eric Zane Show podcast. That's right. Blind Saul says, Eric, I would like to be the foreman of food packing. I go, well, um, you know, I can't turn down um, undeniable talent and drive. So, yes, Saul will be wearing a yellow hard hat, orange vest, and ordering people around about what to do, um, packing the food. We are starting to formulate our team that will be there. I'm... I need 100%. The, okay, the two things that we have to have are Saul and we have to have Sarah Rukruk Rouge. The human megaphone uh, has to be part of this. The lady works till the early to mid-afternoon. So I am actually scheduling the start time based on how quickly she can get out there from her job. I'm thinking 3 o'clock will be the start. Okay. Um, yeah, so there you go. If you give any more pennies or dollars to this cause, and I'll tell you how to do that in a second, it'll be made out to kids food basket. How are you doing this, Eric Zane? I know it sounds fucking stupid, but people have been Venmoing me money and PayPaling me money. And, uh, yes, I will show the receipt and all of the uh, money raised. And um, proof of purchase and proof of donation. Don't worry about that. At Eric-Z-E-I-T-U-N-I-A-N. On Venmo. PayPal. At. Wait a minute. What is it? Eric Zane Show? Is that what it is? I think that's it. The Duchess of New Jersey says, I want to go. Well, you, you can just drive. Get in a very fuel-efficient car. Take nine hours. Drive. Uh, pack a lunch. It's, it's two tanks of gas. Well, maybe three. What's the big deal? Take a day off work. Drive over. Come see us. And then you can stay at my house. And then you go home. 
That's it. Merry Christmas. You can stay with us the whole weekend. You can take care of the cats and the dogs. You can get in bed with Diana and I, and we can have you and Paul and Diana and I can have group sex. I can't even get behind that joke. Paul, Paul, yeah. Paul, we've got an offer. What do you mean? Well, look, it's going to be a fun time. This is what we're going to do. We can jump in the we can jump in the Buick and drive uh, over to Michigan. And we can and you and I can go see Eric Eric Zane and Di, and Diana Diana. And then we <laughs> Adam writes, we can be swingers. We're going to be swingers for one night. You can put it to Eric Zane's wife. And then Eric Zane <laughs> can't even do it anymore. It's so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding. There's this guy that lives there called the NFK. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I'm not really into that. I don't. I, I would. I wouldn't be able to do it. That's just a joke. Okay. It's good to see that the normal number of people are here. Yesterday, there was twice as many people in here. And most of them were very, well, they, they weren't that loud. They just watched. And deep down, they went, oh, ugh, yeah, that looks icky. But now we're back. We're back to the appropriate number of people that are supposed to enjoy this show. All right. Hang on a second here. I'm screwing everything up. Um, all right. Patreon is for the super fan of the Eric Sancho podcast, or if you just need more stuff to listen to every single day, there is more on my Patreon, 15 hours of content a week today at 10 30. I'm playing smarter than a former drug dealer. Trivia blue stain. Rob is going to take on Dale. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, Blue Frost IT invites you to reach out to them. I'm just warning you. I'm feeling like I have to violently cough. If your small or medium-sized business needs tech help, this is who you call. I mean, that, that, that would be weird. If suddenly your network goes down and everybody at the uh, whatever it is you do for a living, whatever business you own, they suddenly can't stop working, you're going to lose serious money. I suggest being... Uh, already um, in touch with Blue Frost IT. You're ahead of the game. It's an insurance policy if you have them as your managed IT service provider. That term, while wordy, that's a thing. It's kind of like my heating and cooling guy, your managed IT service provider. That's what they are. 616-285-50. They will assess how much tech you have and tell you how much you're paying them to ensure that your tech keeps running the way it should. 616-200-8550. And for free beer and hot wing show Reddit subscribers, that's who you call to complain. We're going to hit him in the advertisers. <laughs> you pussies. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. 
by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Prince Arming, gun school is coming up in January. 616-204-1705. Everybody should carry a pistol concealed. In Michigan, you must take a class, and then you must apply with your county. You have to have certification from the class. That's where Prince Arming calls in. Call or text to say hi or uh, just get more information, 616-204-1705 or princearming.com or the Prince Arming Facebook page, which you can get uh, get to through my website. Also, call them to complain about the content. TC Paintball in Grand Rapids. What an amazing venue for fun. I love them so much. Thank you, Rick for being the one to call me out about not having Ashley on the show. You guys need to thank him. It was him because I had already dismissed it. And then I get a text message. It says, you don't have a hair on your ass if you don't put her on. And I'm like, fuck. You're right. You are right. TCPaintballGR.com to book a party. Basically, you get a group of whatever. Let's say you got 10 friends. You book a party. Yeah, your party starts Saturday at 3 p.m. You dummies get in your uh, nasty clothes. You walk in. You pay. Then that's it. They hand you a mask. They hand you a paintball gun. They hand you bags of paint. You fill up the hopper. And then you lay waste. Oh, my God. Five on five. You're leaning in and out. Boom. You take one right in the kisser. I'm out. Oh, it's so awesome. Three hours of madness at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Hello. Hi, honey. Do you think you could come and visit us? Yeah, I'll be up in just a minute. Why can't you just put down what you're doing and come see me? Okay, I will do that. I mean, why would you why would you even consider, hey, yeah, let me get the dishes done? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, come on up. Come on up, okay? Yeah. I'll, uh, what I'll do is I'll shut the camera down, uh-huh. and they won't see you because I know you're not comfortable with being, uh, you're, you're uh, not really ready for prime time right now. Okay, I'm still in my jammies. Okay. Come on up. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. It was 14 degrees here when the show started, by the way. Hey, how about the New England Patriots? 
did you guys know that the New England Patriots, and by the way, I'm putting stream starting up. Obviously, it's not just starting. Um, just so you know, the New England Patriots, I believe, have won seven games in a row. Boy, Belichick, they beat the Bills last night in a key division matchup. The Patriots were 8-4 and four coming in. The Bills were 7-4. and four. So this is a huge, huge deal. Uh, let's see here. Queen of the Forest is in the room right now. Um, did you know that the New England Patriots... Pooh Bear uh, have won seven games in a row. Hold on a second. Talking to the microphone. That's nice. How's this? That's good. Okay. You're comfortable? Yeah. Okay. So now if you notice that your voice fades off, then you just correct and you'll, and you'll, you'll know the, the, the headphones will help. Okay. Thank you. I can hear myself a little bit. Okay, good. Um, and I, I promise this is worth the wait. The other day we were driving to the, I don't know, I think it was to the Griffins game, right? When you brought yeah, this up. And out of the blue, she says to me, um, actually, let me back up even further. A couple of weeks ago, we we were driving home from the Griffins game and I, I'm obviously working. And um, she was at the game with our dear friend Janine. And, you know, they these two don't really have good poker faces, okay? Because we get into the car and I go, well, did you guys have a good time at the game? And there's kind of like a dynamic between them where there's like, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, you know, there was it was one of those things. Something was going on between you two. And I read that they don't really want to discuss this with me, but... A small part of them does. And so maybe, I don't know what was going on, but I did not bite. I did not say, all right, what's going on? So I just kind of filed that in the back of my brain. Fast forward to this past weekend. Time has passed and Diana says to me, hey, um, something I want to tell you, and I hope you're not mad, but I think you're, I think you're going to like this or something like that. Yeah, Isn't that what you said? I think you'll find it funny. Now, let me just say, not only do I find it funny, I am so proud and so happy. And I, I, I mean, I love Diana very much. You know, I love Diana more than anything in the whole wide world. I mean, it's, she's the most important thing in my entire life, without a doubt. Okay. It's, I didn't think it was possible to love her anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you, my heart was so warmed when I heard this. Please. Tell everybody the same way you told me about your adventure. Okay, so it was the hockey game the day after Thanksgiving. So it was the teddy bear toss game. And that's my, like, favorite game. So I had to make sure I was there. So it was just me and and, and Janine. And it was also the game where uh, the Griffins and you were uh, honoring a off-ice official who had passed away, correct? 
Yes, okay. that is that is true. Right. So it was an off-ice official who had passed away, and I guess it was from liver disease or whatever. Liver yeah, cancer. yeah, yeah. He had a lot of health yeah, issues. Yeah, had a lot of health issues. Uh, health issues. But yes. anyway, they had talked about. So they had a moment of silence for him, and then they talked about how his last five or six years were great because he had had a liver transplant or some type of organ thing, right? Yeah. Correct. Right. And, so he and his name is uh, is Dave Sowerby, and. When he died, they decided to devote the whole uh, uh, game to him and to organ donation awareness. Correct. So the whole game was dedicated to that on his behalf, pretty much. Correct. So so they had that moment of silence. And then they thought, well, what better way to bring this awareness when, you know, a year removed, not even at that point. You had donated your kidney to to Jeffrey, yeah. so they played the Wood TVA clip, Wood TVA clip of your of that interview, which was nice and warm and fuzzy, and everybody loves that interview. Everybody gets cold chills. Everybody gets teary every time they see that. No many, no matter how many times they see that. And the last little clip of you was you at the airport with your mask on and uh, your shirt that said. I don't always fly during a pandemic, but when I do, it's to donate a kidney. And let me just say, that shirt, do you remember how many people approached us and said, whoa, hey, is this really going on? And then like a conversation was had. I mean, like the flight attendants, other passengers, people walking through the airport were stopping us. Like, because hey, of that, that is pretty shirt. awesome. Is that true and, or you know, whatever? And, it's, it's, and it was kind of funny because it's off that, you know, that very famous meme or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, whatever. What is, is it? I, I, re- I remember that. Yeah. That, that but whole, anyway, it's kind of uh, based on that. It was just kind of a cliche, funny way to, for me to get, you know, be proud of you for what you did. And so I had that shirt made for him. So. Um, anyway, so he's, that's the last clip of him standing there. And then all of a sudden I hear behind me, this guy say, that's pretty self-absorbed, isn't it? Or self, what? Self-righteous? Self-righteous. That's very self-righteous, isn't it? To his buddy next to him. And he had, he goes, did you see what his shirt said? That's pretty self-righteous. I go. He's, I, he's right behind you. I mean, like, right behind me. Oh, no. So I, I, I flip around, I turn around, and I go, that's my husband. I had that shirt made for him. Oh, no. And his eyes got really big, and he goes, okay. And I go, okay. and then I'm like, you're an asshole. It's just beginning. Yeah. Wait till you hear I what go, you you're, did. You're an asshole. Wait till you hear and what then you he, did. And then he goes, okay, lady, you can turn around now. I go, excuse me? <laughs> turn around? I go, do you even realize what this is all about? I go, have you even been listening to any word or anything since this all started with the moment of silence, you know, recognizing the guy that died? I go, my husband travels across the country to donate a kidney, and you are saying, that's pretty self-righteous. I go, fuck off. Fuck you, you know whatever else I said. I don't even remember at the moment because I was so. Okay, so there's there's other I mean, people other around. People, other, other people are other like people looking, around. and you're not being quiet about no, it. It's I like mean, you're pointing the finger, red hair was, flying. You're just like heat miser. I was pissed, oh. and then he turns. To, he doesn't even say anything like, "Oh, I'm sorry that you know that was awful. Whatever, yeah. that was bad." Like if that was me, I would have said, "You know what? Whatever." He he has the nerve to turn to his friend and say, "My luck." 
uh, I say something and his fucking wife is in front of me. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, so I turn around again and I go, yeah, maybe that's why you should keep your mouth shut. And uh, he's like, yeah, okay, lady, enough. Drop it. I go, you're a dick. Okay. Wow. So, um, but so that's, but now, let, let, I, there's more. But the, and when you were telling me this, at this point, I'm like, yes, I'm so happy this happened because this is how, I said to you, I go, this is what I deal with every single day. Right. And I've always desired to get my hands around their neck, metaphorically, no, actually really, and strangle them. You are living my dream right now. And then and then the fact that, I mean, because that's you or me, most people, I think, would go, yeah, exactly. You know, that no. is ridiculous. But he, just like it says right here, he doubled down. He did double down. First of all, he told me to turn around. And then he says to his friend, oh, my luck. Like, I mean, I don't know if he was like so like embarrassed that that's like all he could come up with. But he was just he was there was nothing to indicate that he had any remorse whatsoever. No, he was no, just no. An asshole. So then. I kind of turned around, but I'm, I'm like, I'm still so fired up that I'm like fidgeting in my seat. And I, yeah. and I just wanted to fight some more. Correct. It's well, going to take a little while yeah. for this so to go then down. My friend, my, uh, and then, and then I, I hate to jump ahead, but at this point, didn't you hear a discussion between the two where guy number two was like, Hey, you want to leave? Oh yeah. The guy's like, Hey, Hey, you want to leave? Hey, you want to move seats? He goes, no, I'm not fucking moving seats. Cause of her. I oh. go, maybe you should. Oh, and then, then my friend had to go to the bathroom, and she didn't want to leave me by myself. So, um, and I had a few extra seats. I had some there were seats open yeah. next to me, so I was gonna have Mike Ball was at the game, and I was like, I'm gonna have him come down and sit with us anyway. So, uh, I I text him. I go, come down and sit by us because we have empty seats because he was up in the 200 level. So he's like, okay. Okay. So he comes down, and I go, hey Mike, did you see that video? He's like, yeah, that's so cool. Whatever, it gives me chills every time or whatever. I go, you know that shirt he was wearing. Michael's yeah, and I go, well, the asshole in back of me thinks that he was self-righteous for wearing that. Oh. And the, and you can hear him go, come on, lady, drop it. Can't you just drop it? Come on, lady. I go, I go no, I can't. You're killing him. You're beating oh, the fuck oh, out so of him. <laughs> so then it's not over. It's not over. Then oh. I can't. Oh, a timeout, timeout. Mike Ball's not aware, right, of what's going no. on here? No. He's just like, okay. So anyway, then. I can't believe, I can't remember if it was like after the first period or like between the first and second period, you guys did this again to bring awareness like, hey, if anybody in the audience has ever tried to donate an organ, stand up. Or if anybody has organ donation on your driver's license, stand up. Yeah, and that's no. and that's just something we do from time to time. And I was actually doing the talking. I was like, yeah. uh, if you... Um, you know, you... And then by the time it's all done, there's so many people standing up. It gives you a, like a... A visible, I uh, visual idea of how far this goes, right? And how many people may you know be organ donors on their license, whatever. So, of course, I'm an organ donor on my license, and I tried to give my kidney to Jeffrey. So, I stand up, and then I turn to him and I go, "Oh, oh, so, sorry, is that okay if I stand up? Because, I'm, or is that too self righteous of me? I mean, I I am a I do want to be an organ donor, but if that's too self-righteous of me, just let me know and I'll sit down. Okay? Or uh, is that okay with you? And he's like, and then the guy next to him, who I don't even know who he was, his dad or whatever, goes, maybe you should mind your own business. I go, 
this is my business. Shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> you told him to shut the fuck up. I go, oh. this, what do you mean? This is my business. Shut the this fuck up. This is my business. The fact that he has a nerve to say, mind your own business, you sick fuck. Holy shit. You, 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 you started the whole fucking thing. It's just your, your, your big mouth bit you in the ass and she's, yeah. she's going to take calling three, you out on it. three periods to rub your nose and shit repeatedly, you motherfucker. And then like the game is ending and I turn around and they're gone. Like they, they were no, I mean, now the game did get out of hand, but still they were gone. Like they did not waste any time getting the hell out of there. No, no. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine being and in a relationship? when I talk about it and when I think about it, it still pisses me oh, off. Oh, yeah. Like, the nerve. Like, who, who, what, you know, I mean, the guy must not have a heart or something because what person would even think about saying something like that at that moment? Well. Like, it, it makes no sense to me. Holy shit. I, I, I can just tell you that uh, when you told me that, I could just feel... It was just, I haven't felt this warm uh, in a long, long time. It was spectacular to hear that. I loved every second of that. And the fact that he's hes so stubborn, he won't leave. And you just continue to needle him and just boom, 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 pound on that guy. I, I, I had to. <laughs> I mean, I totally would have let it go if he would have just said, you know what? Sorry, I know that sounded kind of asinine of me. I was just trying to whatever. Absolutely. No, he did not. He Absolutely. Was just dick the whole time. Oh my God. Well, then all the puzzle pieces fit in my brain. It's like, oh, that's what happened that's on what that we're night. About. <laughs> and then you like wanted to be careful that, I mean, you didn't know if I was going to. I, well, you, you probably figured I wouldn't get pissed, but. No, you wouldn't get pissed, but like sometimes, you know, I mean, obviously because you are a representative of the Griffins and if I would have gotten like kicked out or something, that would have looked really bad. Correct. So, you know, I didn't want to make a, so that that's, of a scene. That's so. why you, 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 uh, yeah. So I, I totally get your thinking. You, you, everything was correct. Everything happened. Correct. That was all planets aligning there. I, oh my God. Oh my God. Absolutely incredible. I love you so much. I want to have sex with you right now. Okay, gotta go now. Gotta go do let's, my no, let's turn off the camera and right here have sex this second. You're an idiot. Gotta go. <laughs> Love you all. Okay, bye. Let me let me let me uh, make it so they can't see you. Okay, I that's on my side. They are. They all love you. Oh my God, you would not believe the comments. They they even gave you money. Uh, Jesse Codes gave you three dollars. I'm not kidding you. He gave me 300 bits and that amount in Twitch a one bit is worth 1 cent. Oh. And so it's Twitch currency. So they actually take their they they buy those and if something is worth like hey that was really funny or that then yeah. they you know that um uh jar that is right here and you see oh, all yeah, these yeah, yeah. those are all bits falling oh, into there. Nice. So that's what he gave $3 because of the telling of that story. He loves you so much. That is fantastic. Okay. Okay. Oh, also on another note, I decided that, you know, um, and I, and I did discuss this with Jack and Justin, that my boy Dino is going to be the master of ceremonies. For a, a, a rape convention. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that what you're hosting? Are you hosting a, uh, 
Uh, looks like a sexual predator event, and Jackie and Justin are organizing it because that's the only thing that uh, makes sense in my brain. I was thinking the wedding, but no, <laughs> no, no. You know, you've you've done so well. <laughs> you've done so well. Am I ruining it? Now? Did you refer to him as your Dino? Yeah. Oh my god! What the fuck! Get the, get the fuck out of here, you sick bitch! You sick bitch. Get out. Get out of here. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you all. See ya. I'm going to be inside you later. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Did I tell you? She is not to be fucked with. Oh, no. That guy. Oh, no. Shut up, Dean, you sick fucking idiot. Oh, shit. Hang on. Hang on. I'm not done yet. My, my systems are attacking me. I am, I am no joke. Still feeling the effects of that ridiculous cold that I had. I know that 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 is one of the my favorite things that has ever happened. That moment right there. And she told that story. You know why she told it so well? Because she was so emotionally involved and so angry that it was no problem to tap into that incredible memory and dish it out with an unbelievable level of efficiency and professional style. Craig says, I missed what the guy initially said to her. Adam has pretty much summed it up for you. I was on the video board at the game on the uh, organ donor awareness night. And when they played my video from Wood TV 8 and my shirt said, I don't normally travel during a pandemic, but if I do, it's to donate a kidney. Diana had that shirt made for me. I wore it because it's nice. And the guy sitting behind her made a snarky comment about it. And she proceeded to beat the fuck out of him for three periods. That guy's like, please, I hope it doesn't go to overtime in a shootout. Megan says, if that were me, I would have yelled and then cried. I need a master class from Diana. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I think I would have done the same thing. Fly, you know, overreact. But she she stood and patiently waited and then started to uh, death by, not by a thousand cuts, but death by big slashes with a fucking scimitar. Oh, oh my God. The ginger rage. Yeah, she's got it all, man. Oh, what a absolute powerhouse. It's very important to keep her happy. Very, very important to not lose Pooh Bear points. This is why I try not to do that. Oh, my God. There was a time when I would continually let Diana down. I was still very immature in our marriage. I would say from the year we got married 
1992 up to 2008, Diana was mistreated. She was not, it was not a good relationship. It was poor. Okay. That's when I finally grew up. So that makes uh, 51 minus 13, 38 years old is when I finally, finally figured out how to treat my wife. Can you, what a graceful soul. She had to endure all of those years. And, and I'm not even bragging. I'm just trying to be normal. I'm not even trying to do anything over and above. You know, I am, uh, I'm not a great husband. Who would think to announce to the world they're a great husband? On the immature front, not the mistreatment. What are you talking about? Oh, was. Oh, I was. Yes, I was immature. I wouldn't say mis... No, I would say I mistreated her horribly. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, it took time. It definitely took time. Duchess says, you're paying for it now, and she's going to whip you. In. Oh, she has whipped me into shape. Trust me. Trust me. Kyle writes, only snarky assholes brag about being a great husband. Which, by the way, can we now look carefully at the pile of women that give Free Beer and Hot Wings show members a uh, fucking negative review on Google. Oh, my God. The number. Holy shit. It's like the same number of people at some of their small station affiliates that listen. Took a long way to get that joke out. It wasn't even that good. Well, anyway. It's bad. It's bad. Whew. All right. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you're thinking you need a mortgage, please call upon them. 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. Whether it's your first mortgage, your 10th, great credit score, horrible credit score, no matter where you are in the United States, this is who you should call. The exceptions are South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. But, and I'm not even, you know, I'm not trying to convince you to sight unseen hire Mario. Frankly, when it comes to getting a mortgage, you should absolutely bang on the door of more than one person who can uh, do that for you. Just talk to him. See what he has to say. 231-332-6505 or you can get to his website by clicking on mine as is the case with all of the sponsors you know for all of you people that want to contact my sponsors and talk about how evil i am to my uh, sponsors you can do that uh, or just call mario at 231-332-6505 another sponsor who will tell one of you pussies to go fuck yourself is frank fuss Frank the Tank Fuss doesn't take shit from anybody. And this guy will work his balls off for you. What he does is he is a licensed independent insurance broker. No matter where you are in the U.S., again, as is the case with a lot of my sponsors, they may be local, but they can help you anywhere. 
when it comes to anything insurance related. And even if it's just a question that you're not sure about, like a lot of times people will get their um, re-enrollment period from their workplace employer. And you're like, I think I get all of this, but I'm not sure about it. Or maybe the insurance from your workplace employer, sometimes it's not great, you know, because your workplace employer, they're looking to pay uh, pinch pennies too. Doesn't it seem every year like you're paying a little bit more and you're getting just a little bit less on that policy? They're slowly, uh, you know, making you more vulnerable to large medical bills. You may need a very inexpensive supplemental policy. That is, pay very little to fill in all those spots on those copays that go up every year. Um, different costs that you have to pay, smaller percentage of um, contribution, you know, things like that. And what I'm suggesting you do is reach out to Frank, call or text. And it's this is all free. Every bit of advice he gives you is free. There is nothing you're paying for unless you decide to buy a small and expensive supplemental policy. This is why this makes total sense. And not everybody knows about somebody like Frank because, you know, a lot of times they're grinders. They don't have the money to spend on elaborate advertising budgets. So thank God he came to me because I'm not that expensive. 616-914-4070. But you can take full advantage of this. And boy, do I recommend it. Thank you to Frank Fuss at MyPolicyShop.com. I think Carlos Mencia is in town who, God, I cannot get over. I know I've said this before, how much weight that dude has lost. Yeah. Carlos Mencia appears December 9th, two shows at the Park Theater. December 10th, he's at Billy's Lounge in Grand Rapids. The Park Theater is in Holland. And then December 11th, Carlos Mencia is at Back Alley Comedy Club. In Muskegon, all of these venues are under the umbrella of Don Veltman's Full House Comedy Club. For a time, this was all known as Back Alley Comedy Club. He's since done a uh, makeover on the brand. If you want tickets, go to fullhousecomedy.com and then buy tickets right there. Carlos Mencia. If you want to go see Carlos... I don't even know how much tickets are. I'm going to predict 25 bucks. Let's see. Park Theater. Yeah. $25 and $35. I'm guessing if you wanted to sit right up front, it'd be 35 bucks. I'm not kidding you. The guy used to be fat as fuck, and now he's like lean and mean. Here is the uh, uh, link if you want tickets. Remember that whole business Joe Rogan got on stage with him and accused him of stealing his jokes? And I, I think he did. But, oh, so incredible. It was one of the, it was just a, Rogan, if you get in that fucker's crosshairs, oh, shit. I'm just asking questions. Stand by. All right. Uh, th- a couple people sent this brawl to me that happened at the um, 
Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. Unbelievable. The people we're going to focus on first is two ladies beating the shit out of the guy. The guy is just doing a Claude Lemieux. This happened over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend in Minneapolis. Shit. Okay, these three here, the guy with the black pants and the gray top, these are two ladies, the lady in the camo and then the other chick in the flip-flops. And this guy is getting his clock cleaned. This is what Diana wanted to do to that guy. This chick's weave comes off. Did you see her hair go flying? I know if you're listening to the audio podcast, like, well, you can't see shit. Well, I know. That's why you got to get on Twitch, asshole. Anyway, I'll link it up. You can see it for yourself. That that wig is off. She doesn't care. She is going hard with the right, holding with the left, while Camo, wearing the mask, is continuing to... Okay, let's just watch Camo now. I've already watched uh, flip-flops and wig. Let's keep our eye on Camo. Her shirt's getting pulled off. She doesn't care. Oh, my God. Look at this. So this guy's getting his ass kicked. Okay, these two on the left, they kind of want to get into it. This guy comes in and calms lady down. Okay, calms lady down. Okay, pay attention in the back. Guy in red top, dark pants. Behind him is lady with pink bonnet swinging what appears to be, I'm not sure if this is something you would sit on in the plane if it's a letter O ripped off of a sign, if it's a toilet seat, we don't know. But she's swinging this contraption and hitting people with it. Look it. And then this guy runs away. This bitch runs away. This old lady, I think she's an old lady. She's like, I can't chase him, motherfucker. And he, he stops because he knows that the chase is done. But then he kind of walks back. And that's what all these people do. They, they keep kind of gravitating back towards it. All right. And all the while, no employees, nothing. No one is there. And, and you know what? They probably are, but they're not in camera shot. They're like, these black people are so entertaining. This is a fact. Okay. Black people have better fights on camera than white people. They are a hilarious, great fighting uh, people who just make my day. And I am so happy that they are here at this airport today. I'm just going to get out in front of that. I love black people. Okay. Something amazing is about to happen. Watch this. You're going to see a guy come walking in and you're thinking, oh, he's going to break it up. Okay, Michael Jordan, Mike, fat Michael Jordan is going to walk up to this guy right here. He's not going to break it up, though. Watch this. Boom! Slugs him right in the fucking face. And then this guy who just got slugged, he's going back to camo, bitch. And then fucking Billy Mahoney in the red hoodie. Let me know if you get that reference. He's going back. Billy Mahoney's going back. But that's a problem for Billy Mahoney. You know why? Because a uh, fucking old bitch swinging a toilet seat's waiting. Look it. Here comes toilet seat. 
toilet seat says, oh, no, Billy Mahoney, motherfucker. Look at Ah, oh, she's back. She's swinging that shit at everybody. They've wandered over to security. Camo bitch picks up the fucking things that hold the uh, uh, dividers that you walk through, those big metal things. She's going to fucking kill somebody with Watch this. Look at She's like, all right, motherfucker. Boom. Oh. Somebody throws a chair. She throws the fucking metal pipe. And then some other asshole throws a chair. Please don't let it end. Holy shit. Billy Mahoney. Toilet seat. This guy's stomping people. Oh. Oh, another chair. Okay. White people need to start fighting like this. We need this. What the fuck is that? We, okay, this is a call to action for the world's whites. You whites, anybody who is not black, you need to watch this. And when fights happen, some of you will be cameramen. One of you will keep the security people, encourage them to just watch it. Okay. Um, others of you will be involved in the fight. Remember, throw things, cheap shots, swing toilet seats. Oh my God. I love that. And then fat MJ comes in and just boom. <laughs> Punches that dude right in the kisser. Adnan, I see Adidas slippers everywhere across the floor, the mall floor. Not a mall, that's an airport. Oh. oh, my God. I love people so much. I love the world we live in, and we see this now on a regular basis. We are so lucky to have these people in our lives. Makes me so happy. Holy shit. Okay. Now, for you poor souls who only listen to the podcast, if that is not a reason for you to sign up on Twitch, I don't know what is. I, I mean, seriously, you must do this. <laughs> Fuck. I, I I can't tell you how much fun I've had today. You know, I mean, seriously, so much has happened here. Hang on, I'm getting cold again. I got to take uh, turn on my uh, JM Synthetics sponsored heater that I'm reminded of every time I get cold that I just need to turn it on because Jason Mays, last time I complained about being cold, he sends me a heater in the mail. <laughs> By the way, um, if you don't already know, well, I'll talk about it when I mention them as a sponsor, but they're doing something so nice for the great food giveaway. This guy is such a saint, him and his lovely better half. Trish, right? Am I getting that right? It's Trish. It's got to be Trish. Please tell me it's Trish. If I remember that name, it's remarkable. It's because she's so lovely. That's a bummer because if I ever forget your name, you'll think, oh God, is he saying I'm ugly? No. We have an update. I have an update to show you. This is a Christmas miracle it's being described as. Well, according to one Becky Agar, Becky is the mother of John Agar, who, you know, for years, Johnny has been on my show. My first involvement with, with Johnny was when I saw him at that 5K. I didn't know who he was. I saw a young man who um, couldn't walk very well at all, somehow sweating his balls off, finishing a 5K. His dad had run the first three miles and then uh, got Johnny out of his cart that he was pushing in. 
And um, he walked the last bit. It was in Rockford, Michigan. It was a, and I was like, God, I got to get, I, I was so gravitated to the story and um, introduced myself and we've become pals for years. He uh, visited me on BBL. He may have even been on this podcast. Uh, he's a motivational speaker now talking about, you know, typical, you can do anything uh, no matter what the hand is dealt. Uh, I would think the exception would be the crippled souls on the Freeburn Outwing show subreddit, but uh, that's just me. Uh, but Johnny can do anything. He is an accomplished public speaker. He uh, graduated with honors from Aquinas University, a college, uh, a private Catholic college here in Grand Rapids. Not an easy college to get into, and he's just he just he's killing it. He's written a book. Well, you know, he still is a little dependent. Um, would need to be. Um, living in his uh, parents' residence. Um, so the, they wanted to make the basement to be his space where he can be alone as an adult. So they refinished, wanted to refinish the basement, hired a contractor who immediately stole their money uh, and did not do the work. We updated you on that story. We first told you about it. You know, this is, in fact, the Zaniacs were like circling the wagons. Okay. They were going to do this. I did reach out to them and I, I did play a phone tag with, with Jeff, John's dad. And then I saw this story. I was like, ah, it's taken care of. Holy crap. We have a heartwarming update tonight to a target date investigation into an alleged crooked contractor accused of ripping off a Rockford family. The Agars gave this guy, Matt. Mancarelli of Matthews Woodworking, $9,000 to start turning their basement into an apartment that would offer more independence for Johnny Agar, who has cerebral palsy. Mancarelli took the money, but did not. Do I like how they show him on freeze frame for so much time. Like everybody knows who this fucking idiot is. Target 8 investigator suit and samples reports that sometimes you're knocked down by the worst of human traits so that you can be lifted up by the very best. That dude is beat. Not only is he is he fucked because of the image, he's described on television as the worst of human traits. Oh. This is what the Agar's Rockford basement looked like a week ago. By the way, Becky keeps drinking um, anti-aging potion. Apparently, I, I, she is so lovely. I mean, it's like fucking fountain of youth was discovered in the backyard of the Agar household. Look at her. She's just a babe. Was the scene Thursday morning. Look at these guys. What a difference a week and boundlessly giving hearts can make. It's really a Christmas gift that I will never forget. Truly, it's like a hummer. Aw. I can't talk to you about that right now. <laughs> Target 8's expose. This asshole. By the way, he's look at this dude's house. He's standing in front of this amazing fucking house that this piece of shit built. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know. Day on a no-show contractor, another West Michigan home builder jumped in with both feet. A secret Santa who doesn't want to be identified. Uh, they're identified. Everybody's wearing bespoke homes gear. 
I think we can figure it out. <laughs> but who's coordinating and calling on professionals and suppliers pushing to make Johnny Agar's basement usable by Christmas Eve. It's a 10-week job they're trying to finish in three. Johnny's working too, hired on as site project manager to keep the crew on track and motivated. The 27-year-old is no stranger to challenge. Oh. He's known all over for competing in endurance races. With his Johnny's just screaming. Dad Jeff fighting his way across finish lines, defying doctors' predictions. That clip right there, that's from the moment I first saw him right there. I follow Johnny and Dad. Ted Etheridge, an Ironman athlete himself, is a big fan of Johnny's with a big surprise to share. Well, you've maybe been wondering what's going to go on that one wall here. Yeah. So my family's going to help make that the whole TV art streaming section for you. Holy shit, everybody's like coming out of the woodwork. If I'm Johnny, I'm like, hey, I need a hot tub. Happy to do it. Wow. Will cover the cost of a video wall system. Well, it's true. I'll have to come over and watch with you. It's even sweeter, says Johnny, because Etheridge is part of the racing. Can you imagine how quiet it would get if Johnny said to throw it a hooker? Community. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> John. Well, thank my family. So I'll chip in. Johnny's thankful, too, that he can chip in as site manager. It really is special for me. Aw, I love you, Johnny. I get to put in work and really show, show my parents how thankful I am. Uh, for them to see people come together. Becky Agar is beyond grateful to workers who are gifting her son a basement apartment where he can gain more independence. Aww. We just love him. And we want him to be as independent as possible. And so we. It's a beautiful thing. Aww. It was a beautiful thing to witness for sure. By the way, this is Susan Samples. She is my favorite person in Grand Rapids news. She is the fucking shit. She's so good at this. The team's goal is to do the job at little or no cost to the agars. If you are an industry professional and you want to join Team Agar to make this family whole after a contractor allegedly ripped them off, email me at... He ripped them off at woodtv.com and I will connect you with the team. Such a great story. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it that the site supervisor approves <laughs> of what's happening. Yes. Can you imagine if Susan Samples is doing a follow-up about like investigative hidden camera of Johnny Johnny screaming at these guys, uh, 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 you know, telling them to hurry the fuck up or something like that. He's, he's working hard and he's also like, I can't sleep the night before they all come. So. <laughs> God, it's chaos. Hurry up! So if if you are um if you are the that fucking scumbag contractor, I mean after all of this, holy shit! After all of this, um, you gotta wanna like hang yourself, right? I am going to uh, attempt to get a hold of John's dad. Because, you know, I don't, that, that story is like a week old. I wonder uh, what is going on. Hold on here. Ba, 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 ba. It's probably going to go to voicemail. He's super busy. Why can't I hear anything? Oh, I know why I can't. 
on, Jeff. Sometimes it's all about the chase. Hello, this is Jeff Agar, please. Everybody. I love that story so much. That guy. Oh, that contractor. That guy is screwed. I mean, how do you... um? At the least, get these people their money and... Make them whole and apologize. And then probably the news would uh, would would let you do that, or they would at least mention that. I mean, if you're trying to uh, um, be a good business owner, why would you why would you let that just slide like that? That is fucked up. Holy shit. All right. Um, I'm going to do a live cameo. Somebody reached out to me. And uh, first of all, if you ever want me to do this, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. This is for Danny. Danny hired me to talk about him. Um, I got fat as fuck during quarantine. Wonder if the whole pizzas and pints of Ben and Jerry's did it. My pals are asking me when the twins are due. And my gut blocks the view of my feet after packing on 50 pounds and hitting XXL. Roast my fat ass. Mmm, roast. Signed, Danny. Well... You know I like to do these live on here. One take and then post. Hang on. So I want to make sure I do this right. Three, two, one. Hello, Danny. I'm doing this live on the podcast, and I hope this reaches you well. First of all, I applaud what you're doing. You know? I mean, and I've been there. I mean, I'm fat as fuck, too. But I know absolutely what I have to do to do it. What I suggest for your gross, disgusting ass, and I don't, I don't buy that 50 pounds made you XXL. You were fat as shit before quarantine. So don't blame the pandemic for your weight loss. You've always been a useless fat fuck. So one, quit lying to your gross, disgusting apparently dickless self uh, because it appears to be like you have no penis because so much fat is surrounding it. Do you have to push down on your midsection to get your cock to fly out to take a piss? Oh, fuck. You're so gross. You got to do something, man. Seriously. This goes back much further than the pandemic. So no more excuse making. You're gross, but there's hope. My suggestion to you is this. Write down a goal. I don't give a fuck what it is. Be less gross. See cock. Get off sex offenders list. Whatever. Move, uh, move out of mom's basement. Whatever it may be. 
and set that goal and then write down how the fuck you're going to do it. Use that big, beautiful brain of yours and put pen to paper, old fashioned pen to paper and do this. And you know what else you have at your world uh, at your fingertips? The Internet. Would you fucking read? All right. It's bad enough that you have to come to me for motivation, you sick, fat fuck. It's worse that you have to ask somebody for help. Go out there and do it. What is wrong with you? These fucking idiots in your generation are so used to excuse making and someone hold my hand through this journey. Fuck you, you fat piece of shit. Get after it. Fuck off. Hello, Danny. I'm doing this live on the podcast. And I hope this reaches you. Upload. And done. You too can enjoy that by going to cameo.com slash Eric Zane and hiring me. All right. Jason Mays at JM Synthetics is giving 5%, I think 5% of every incoming dollar on Venmo or cash when you purchase any lubrication product from JM Synthetics. That 5% goes to the great food giveaway. I mean, he's legit. I, I keep getting notifications. $4. I got the $4.93 uh, notification. Somebody purchased something. He immediately does the math. 5% goes right to the great food giveaway. That's what he's doing. So if you want to take a tour of your garage, what do you need? Uh, give the gift of lube for Christmas, whatever it may be. Go to JM Synthetics. Shop by, uh, shop by products. Shop by equipment. Pick out where you're going to buy. Reach out to him. Call or text 616-747-0233 and have at it. That's what you do. Thank you to JM Synthetics Distributing Amsoil Products, the company that invented synthetic motor oil. And last but not least, my beloved Mexican friend, Joe Martinez. Him and his family of Mexicans. I love them so much. Call or text to get your furnace tuned up. 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. Get that thing tuned up and off you go. By the way, that's 109 cameos in a row. What a streak. Speaking of JM Synthetics, they sponsor the asshole of the day along with TC Paintball. Who is our asshole of the day? I wonder. Well, you know, we've got a lot of candidates. I kind of have closed the book on the whole um, first day and a half of this show's content. So I don't even know if I want to get into that anymore. I mean, I think it's a two horse race between the contractor. In the Johnny Agar fiasco. And the guy who accused me of being self-righteous for the kidney donation. How would, I, how would I word that for the asshole of the day in just a few words? How could I describe him as asshole of the day? Uh, I'll start with t-shirt hater. Uh-oh. Might be running out of ink. Oh, boy. 
That's too bad. Come on now. Looks like shit. Yeah, boy. Well, I'm out of ink. You see it right there where it says T-shirt hater? That guy right there is your asshole of the day. Congratulations to you. You have won. Uh, we are 30 minutes away from smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Blue Strain Romp is going to take on Dale in trivia. Until then, folks, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, checking out the show. Please uh, spread the word on your social media that I am on Twitch. Until next time, have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.